In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today let the word go forth fool me once are you fired up i'm not a crook are you ready to go shame on shame on you it's abe lincoln's top hat hosted by ben kissel boom you can't get fooled again hey everybody what's up travis Irvine here hanging out as always with fernando hi travis hello fernando welcome back to another episode of top hat while ben kissel is still on the road in europe doing the americans work in the european towns where they need him most spreading culture spreading the culture Mm -hmm. and absorbing some culture too i expect him to come back with a full british accent i do not want that i I want him i want him to have (laughs) laid down some american law out there and come back even more absolutely more american i want him to go over to ukraine just start knocking down russian soldiers with punches and kicks (laughs) he's like one of the ents and he just gets in there he screws up putin's plans but in the meantime here in america Obviously, thank you to everyone for listening to our last episode with Sina Ghaznavi. Great feedback, great information about the conflict and revolutionary times going on in Iran. And very, uh, very appreciative of Sina for coming on. Big educational episode. So thanks, everyone, for all the feedback about that. We today are going to cover another place that is a foreign country, but is also a United State right here (laughs) in America And, of course, we are joined with an expert on this place. We're talking about Georgia. We got Georgia on the mind. And when I think of Georgia, I think of one of my favorite redneck comedians. He's part of the Well-Read Comedy Tour. He's with Trey Crowder, Drew Morgan, and, of course, as always, the very funny Corey Ryan Forrester. What's up, buddy? Hello, everybody. I'm I'm sort of nervous now because you just talked about how last week's was so educational, and I thought, are y'all just trying to do like an opposite day thing with me? Like, <laughs> we listen, everybody learned. Yeah, everybody learned last week. Let's just have some fun and listen to this dumb dumb this week. <laughs> I right. wouldn't say you're a dumb dumb. You're not a dumb dumb, Corey. But you're the place that you're from is apparently very dumb, and I can relate because I'm from Ohio. So let's we're gonna dumb it down. We're everyone. We're gonna try to make everyone feel dumber. Um, about a place that we wish we did understand better. Georgia, what a state. Uh, it used to go blue, right? Jimmy Carter, one of my favorite presidents, he gave up his peanut farm when he became president so he wouldn't have a conflict of interest when he was president with the big peanut industry, right? That's the last Georgia politician I really knew about. But lately, more recently, Georgia is more in the news because it turned blue for the first time uh, since the Jimmy Carter days, I believe, maybe the, the Bill Clinton days uh, back in 2020. And that was a lot uh, thanks to a lot of the work that uh, Stacey Abrams mm. was doing there running uh, as a Democrat. Uh, you what's your history there 
being from Georgia, Corey, where, which part are you from? Give us your background, your history. Do you love this place? Do you, I will, you know, when I think about Ohio, I, I explain it as like, I love Ohio the way I loved my racist grandma. I'm part of her. I am. She is mine, but I, she is wrong a lot. Right. You know what I mean? So I I definitely feel that same thing. I mean, I feel both the pride and the shame. Uh, There's a huge duality to living in any part in the South. I feel and Georgia probably more than any right now, but specifically to the actual region I'm from, which is very topical for today. I'm actually from and sitting here joining you right now live via District 14, which is Marjorie Taylor Greene's district. That's where I live. (laughs) That's why we want to have you on. I know you're a big advocate there uh, uh, for getting MTG out of office, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, like you said, you you were talking about how Georgia is a complex place and hard to understand that that is no more true anywhere in Georgia than my specific district. We're the craziest. Like I I actually believe like this isn't my opinion. I think that district 14 was like QAnon central. Like if if, you know what I'm saying, like, like the QAnon Georgia people, this is their number one place. And it's a weird place that I live because number one, the county that I live in is the, is the largest county in Georgia. It, the city that I, or uh, city, it is technically a city that I live in, but it's, it's very rural, but also we are like, 12 minutes from Chattanooga, Tennessee. So we have a very weird type of people here who is like, we grew up rural, but we're really close to stuff that isn't, you know what I mean? So like the, and Chattanooga is like the rock climbing, you know, capital of the world. And Chattanooga thinks of itself as a very, very progressive city, but it's surrounded by a sea of red. And that's who the most (laughs) people are on Sunday getting brunt. It's, it's just, Dude, this place is is bananas. Like there's there's bickering like you've never seen. There is uh, it, there's a lot of nuance here, but I, I'm not the man to to dive into it expertly. Right. Well, but that's you know, that's kind of the thing is how did that impact you growing up when we had Trey Crowder on the show a couple of weeks ago? That's what he was talking about. He grew up in the holler in Tennessee right. and, you know, he he equates and credits a lot of his more liberal beliefs growing up in a red area to his dad, who was kind of like yeah. the grateful dead, loving pot smoking, heathen hippie in town, but everyone knew him, loved him, respected him. The town voted for Trump overwhelmingly. And yet when Trey Crowder's dad passed away, the, the community came together to pay for the of funeral. Course. It's just, yeah, it's very nuanced when it comes to these blue cities like Chattanooga, as you're describing it, but just surrounded by a sea of red. How does that influence you? both as a thinking man, but also as a comedian. <laughs> well, as a comedian, how it affected me was, you know, I started doing stand-up at 16, and obviously, I, and I don't think this will surprise you, Chickamauga doesn't have a comedy club. What? You know what I mean? There's really? no, no Chickamauga choo-choo. <laughs> there's no, that, no, the there's no. Barn, chuckle, there's the no, Chickamauga chuckle hut. There is no Chickamauga chuckle hut, nor Chickamauga <laughs> choo-choo, uh, but there is the Chattanooga choo-choo, which is the location now of the comedy catch in Chattanooga, which is where I started doing stand-up. And here's, here's basically how I started in stand-up. Um, I... I'm way more of a left-leaning individual right now than I even was when I was 16 and 17 starting in comedy, but I was still more like I was I had come out of you know, growing up a conservative kid and growing up in the church and the the way that, that happened was I started seeing like how the church really was to people 
Mm. And they were, I, I have, uh, all of my cousins that I know are black, right? Mm-hmm. And so they would come to our church. And when I was a kid, I guess all the stuff kind of went over my head. But then when I got a little bit older, I could see how even the pastor was treating my family clearly just because they were black, which made me which made me go, okay, whatever it is that everybody in this church believes, I now believe the opposite. And mm. turns out that that leaked over into politics too. So I was, you know, when I, it, it was controversial, like it's funny now, everybody in my hometown is always like, oh, you just, you just go along with the grain of the, the Hollywood elite. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I, I hear you. But when I was 16 and 17 doing that stuff in Georgia, it was actually, I was kind of a renegade. Like I was going against the grain, right. like me having my accent and espousing the views opposite of you is going against the grain because you're my grain. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. And, and so, uh, but when I first started out in stand up, I was young and, and I didn't have great stage presence. And I knew that I wanted to talk about all these things, but I also knew that even more than that, I didn't want to get my ass whipped. You know right. what I mean? Mm. So I had to figure out a style of comedy that would talk about the things that I wanted to talk about from my point of view, get my point of view across, get my opinions across, but was in maybe a non-confrontational way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I've always sort of held on to that. And I think that's why on stage I'm sort of goofy and fun loving. And it's just because I, I learned early on, I was like, listen, I, you know, everybody wanted to be Bill Hicks when we started. You know what I mean? Everybody. Yes. Oh, yes. Every, everybody wanted to be Bill Hicks or be Carlin. And like, obviously those dudes are great. But I noticed, I was like, when those guys are on stage talking, they're they're talking at you or down to you. And they're like, I'm the smart one here. And I'm blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I can't do that. Because if I do that, right. these rednecks are going to kick the shit out of me. Right. So I have, right. to com- I have to come at it from a place of, we're all dumb. Isn't it dumb that we think this? And when I'm saying we, I really meant them. But I thought if I include myself in this, nobody's right. going to get as mad at me. Like if I go up here and say, isn't it weird how we don't want homosexuals to be in the military? Maybe people would go, oh, that is weird that we do that. But if I said, it's fucking stupid that y'all think this, they'd be like, all right, let's burn across in this boy's yard. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. Well, no, you're absolutely right, especially as a young comedian you're kind of finding that voice i remember listening to bill hicks for the first time and then immediately going out on stages and trying to yell at the crowd yep. you're right that's not who i am right. i mean you know me i'm the most tubular dude you're from the, ohio you're the most tubular dude in the world not only just from ohio so that doesn't fit i appreciate that very much the only beaches we have in ohio is lake erie and the ohio <laughs> river so it's that's i right. don't know how i turned tubular <laughs> but i do credit you sure did <laughs> i do credit comedians like bill hicks for sure because you're right. That's kind of what leads you into, okay, it's all right to do political comedy, but you got to do it your own way. At what point did you link up with Trey and Drew in the, in the whole, uh, was it Knoxville? Was it just yeah, Tennessee it, it in was general? Knoxville. It was a mixture of Knoxville and Chattanooga. So at the time I met Trey and Drew, I think, I want to say I was 24 because yeah, it was like, it was like 12 or 13 years ago when I met those guys and I had been doing comedy already for like six years. So like in all of our minds, I was already a hardened veteran road dog at 24, which I wasn't, but that's how I felt. And I mean, compared to them, I certainly was, I'd been doing stand up for six years. That's a decent amount of time to be doing something. And it's not, I mean, like I was really doing it like, you know, seven shows a week, every week, doing my thing, putting in my time. And so, you know, because in the South, it's not, you know, this, it's not like New York or L.A. where there's a comedy club every other, you know, building. 
There's <laughs> only each each kind of major city has one. And right. so Chattanooga had one and Knoxville had one. And when you've got these cities that have a billion comedians that are all wanting stage time, every now and then they have to be like, well, we need to drive a couple hours because they'll have us. And, you know, the slot's full over here. So, like, they would come down to Chattanooga to do our open mic or this other kind of show in the B room that I helped book sometimes. And then I would go to Knoxville and do, like, their 420 show or their open mic. And every now and then, you know, they would be there. I'd be, And we'd, we'd sort of meet in the middle there. And, and basically, I saw, I think Trey first is the first person that I noticed. And I think he would probably say the same of me, although, well, he'd already known Drew. Is He's the first time I ever saw somebody on stage who, even though it was definitely he has a different style because Trey's more like Carlin in that, like he has, he uses so many words. That motherfucker just got words for days. And, but like, I remember hearing him going, Oh my God, here's another person with my accent that isn't going full cable guy or isn't, right. you know, going full, you know, like liberals or pussies. And, and I was like, wow, like, I genuinely thought it was just me for so long. And like w once, wow. once me, him and Drew met, it was like, okay, there's, there's only three of us that exist. <laughs> we, <laughs> yes. we need to do something with this. We need to. And so we started writing together and there was a, there was a group of us, but I feel like we were the, you know, we were the core there for a while. And we started writing together and we always had like a little pack. Like it, it was, it, well, I say it was unwritten. We talked about it. It was like, okay, listen, I don't know which one of us it's going to be, but one of us is going to pop. And when that person pops, they take the other ones with them. And there was like so many different times in our relationship early on where it could have been any of us. Like at first it was like, man, Corey's getting so much feature work. He's doing this and clubs are having him. Then Drew moved to New York and like, oh, it's going to be Drew. And then Trey did something that we never even thought of which was he posted a video to the goddamn internet. <laughs> right, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I say we'd never thought about that because it's, it's funny because like so many people think they're like, oh, these guys started on the internet and now they're doing comedy clubs. And it's such the reverse. Right. You know, if we had known, we didn't know that that was a tool you could use. When I first started doing stand-up was also the first year YouTube came out. You know right, I mean? right, right, so, right. So, uh, so that trade just kind of changed the landscape. And then we... Uh, We've all, you know, hung together since and uh, I guess proved ourselves right in the sense that we were like, we know that there are there's no goddamn way that we're the only people like this. Like there has right. to be an audience for this, you know? Yeah, of course. No, I um, I remember when all that happened. Obviously, I had known Drew Morgan from the New York comedy scene. Um, and then I met you and Trey at the Scruffy City Comedy Festival, right. November 2015. Uh, you don't remember, but that's OK. I don't. It was a different time. No, it was a different time. <laughs> different time in Corey's life. And of course, Trey likes oh, to tell I was, people. Oh, I was in the bag, huh? You were hammered, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We did meet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I believe we had to, you. We had to meet again later. I had but, a real bad problem. No, but no. Hey, it was also a comedy festival, and we yeah, were there to true. have fun. That's and it was true. Knoxville. It was just so yeah, much fun. Right. And But uh, Trey, of course, always... Uh, recounts the fact that as soon as I met him and found out, oh, he worked for the Department of Energy. He's very political, very smart. I was like, oh, you should run for office. Um, <laughs> yeah, but of course, you I should tell, ruin your life, man. Hey. I, I also tell everyone they should run for office. Uh, you <laughs> You've should never run for told office, me that. Corey. No, don't you fucking no, dare. All right, Marcus Flowers, it is fair enough. <laughs> that, well, I'm just saying. I've always felt like because people do tell me that all the time, and I halfway think that they're kidding. And then of course they will always say, and this I guess is true. They're like, listen, man. We live in a different world. Literally anyone can do it. Look who we elected president. So don't give me that whole you're not qualified shit. Like your lady's not qualified either. But I'll say this. 
I genuinely think that I can serve the good people of Georgia better in my role as just an entertainer. <laughs> because, yeah, sure. Be, because, mm. the, be, and, and here's why. Because I think the reason that people like me is probably, is, it, this is ironic, but for the same reason that a lot of people like Donald Trump. I say whatever the fuck I want, whenever I want, and I'm not bridled by anything. Mm-hmm. If I was to run for office, that does not get to be the case anymore. You know what right. I mean? Oh, like, right. e- yeah. like, like even if I was running as the unhinged, this guy says whatever he wants, those things that I say, whatever I want about would still be, have to be calculated by some team. And I would have to have some, you know, motive there. And I would, th- so I would be taking away the thing that makes me who I am. And, uh, I just don't think it would be good. I think I, I think I'm better served by, promoting a guy like Marcus Flowers or you know what I'm saying that's yes. just me that's just me though and also I believe that someone should be qualified and I'm not right no that 100% uh, being a comedian running for office and Ben Kessel and I have talked about it because we both run for office ourselves y'all are better so, than me though no but it's so hard to not just always want to make a joke the, like exactly. you do it to double check your brain work <laughs> that's what I'm saying bits. you can't be doing bits yeah can't yeah. be doing bits can't be saying and, that it's like yeah. and dude I do bits at funerals exactly. there's no like, way right. I, I, I live in bits my whole <laughs> life is a bit <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, that's not a problem, like you're saying, for an entertainer. But in this way, you can use your powers for the better good on behalf of qualified people. Yeah. And and also, too, like, I, I you know, people message me and send me comments all the time like, oh, you're making such a difference. And I, I don't really believe that. Here's what I think I am. I think that my service is to make people laugh and to take these insane times that that we're in and put them in my little air fryer and and pull you out some <laughs> some some shithead cookies you know what i mean and like <laughs> sure. i don't i don't think that i'm doing i think the good that i'm doing is hey we've had a bad day and our our representative has done horrible things let's listen to this guy for 5 minutes make fun of him or and that's the service that i think like i don't think i'm changing anybody's mind the only thing that I can hope to change people's mind on is I'm a big advocate for mental health. So anytime I talk about that, I'm being very serious. Like, I do think I can help people in regards of like, hey, guys, I used to be depressed and wanted to put a gun in my mouth and then I got help and now I don't. You know what I'm saying? I think oh, I, yeah. can, right. I think I can make I can make a big difference there, but I don't I'm not changing anybody's fucking vote. I'm just trying to help you get through your day and make sense of it all. Sure. I mean, that's that's the role of a satirist, right? A, a spoonful right. of sugar helps the medicine go down. Exactly. As it were. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Well, I want to get to some of these bits because you've uh, obviously since the, the Trey 
blowing up days of 2016, which I do remember those days too. It was so nice because you guys did hit on something that felt like it hadn't been done. Obviously, you had right. your Stuart Huffs out there. Yeah, right. We love Stuart. The best. Um, check him out. We're all in the same record label, which is cool, on tour records. We're, we're all indebted to Stuart Huff, for, yes, for real. Stuart. Like, Stuart literally, literally, you know, was it walk so we could run? Is that the thing? Right, right. But that, that, yes. that even sounds insulting because it sounds like I'm saying Stuart did a lesser thing. He didn't. It's just that he didn't get lucky enough to get internet fan you know what i'm saying right because well, like, you've been doing it for decades before us yeah right for sure and like you know i know because i know so many people that are funnier and more talented than me that aren't as successful as me i could i've got their numbers in my phone i just got lucky and uh we just came at the right time but like yeah you can't really argue that like in the popular zeitgeist what we did kind of hadn't been done before which right. is which i've always that's always been cool to me because i'm like man even if we're not, if we don't end up being the most successful at the thing that we do, no one can take away the fact that anyone that comes after us had to have been inspired by us right, in some yeah. way. No, as, as shitty as that sounds, I remember Trey and Drew coming to Columbus, Ohio, like right after Trey had popped off, and like on a Monday, Tuesday night show, they got eighty people in this little pizza place. Right, and it was like the first time I was like, "Oh, they've tapped into something." Right, and it is so simple. It's just the idea of, you know, uh, there's so many people out there who talk like you guys, um, but they are liberals and they live in these red areas, these rural areas, and that must have just been such a sweet way to connect. I mean, what what's it like to to know that you there's this whole network of people just like that out there? Well, it was true. I mean, it was truly unbelievable because, like I said, you know, until I met Trey and Drew, I was like, well, I'm the only I'm the only one. Yeah, because (laughs) because like not that there aren't liberal people from the south. Of course, there are. But most liberal people from the south I know also completely disengage from their redneck roots and go the complete other way. You know, we always use. And this is not an insult to David Cross, but we use David Cross as an example because David Cross is from Georgia. Like he's from a redneck part of Georgia, but you would never know based on how he acts because he lost, he doesn't, he doesn't have that. And, and we didn't, I was like, no, no, no. I want to sound like Larry, the cable guy, because that's my natural (laughs) dialect. I'm not giving any of that up. And, you know, I, I saw so and, and it's it's unfair because so many people from the South, like, let's say they go get their doctorate or whatever. They have to drop the accent a little bit. They, they, I think we're getting to a point in the world where it is a little bit different now. But forever, right. like everybody knew, like, listen, if, if anybody's going to take you seriously, you can't sound like that. Right. And, but I was always like, you know what? I'm lucky because I'm doing in comedy. I, don't, I ain't going to have a goddamn boss. I'm 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 doing it my way. And I'm not losing this accent and I don't give a shit if it throws people off. And matter of fact, that's a feature, not a bug, you know, because you're when you sound like this, you're constantly underestimated. I'm actually not that smart of a person, but people think I am because they expect me to be the dumbest. And then I'm not. You know what I mean? As Trey has always said, he goes, my my brand is uh Oh look, he said a smart thing in a dumb way, you know, (laughs) and I I feel that so much. Yeah, well, let's get to some of these bits because what's nice in watching all of you guys grow together, obviously you've been on the road together, and then, I mean, now I think you're working on a book, and everyone kind of gets yep. to do their own thing, too. You've been doing all these great characters on the internet. I remember last time I saw you, I think, here in L.A., you were doing the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah, that's right. With yeah. Leslie Jones. With Leslie and Jones, one of your yeah. characters, and she invited you up to do 
your your wrestling character. Yeah, that What's was that? banana. The buttercream dream. The buttercream dream. <laughs> this yeah, that one, was bananas. This one is more political. And what I like about this one is even libertarians I know were sharing it, Corey. Yeah, that's right. how good it is. That's how relatable <laughs> well, it is. This you. is a character called Gerrymander. This is his <laughs> Congress commercial. This thing went viral. When did you make this one again? It. it I don't know because I've made several of those. Uh, right. was I, am I really fat in the video? No, you, it looks like you quit drinking in this one. Okay, so then that looks, was then that's good. a later one because the first one I made, I was swollen up <laughs> like a hurricane victim, buddy. Well, I'm luckily, telling you what. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, well, we don't. Luckily, we don't see that uh, here on the podcast. Yeah. but we do want to play the audio. It's absolutely hilarious. Check out this a commercial from Mr. Jerry Mander. He's running for Congress in George's 14th. Hi, I'm Jerry, Jerry Mander, and I'm running for Congress in the great state of Georgia. I believe in three things, God, country, and that a woman's rights end where a man's penis begins. <laughs> the radical left wants you to believe that I'm nothing but a fear-mongering xenophobe with the moral compass of a diehard villain who lacks the capacity for both abstract thought and empathizing with those marginalized by a country built primarily for the advancement of straight white men. Well, you had me at diehard. If I'm elected, I will defund libraries and instead yeah. use that money to invent teeny tiny headphones that you can put on babies so that they can listen to the Ben Shapiro podcast while still in the womb. Well. He's one of the good ones. Yep, call me old school, but when I was growing up, there were only two genders, women and John Wayne. People say that gerrymander hates women, but that's not true. Just ask my wife. But for the love of God, wait till she puts her makeup on. The liberals hate America because if they break their leg protesting on a pogo stick in Portland, we won't fix it for free. Well, if you want free health care, why don't you go to one of the third world countries where it exists? Germany, the United Kingdom, Canada, Switzerland, France, Sweden, Australia, Japan, Italy, Norway, Denmark. All those holes. I'm Jerry Mander, and I need you to remember this November that every unwanted child who grows up terrified and lonely in a house filled with hate grows up to be a potential voter. <laughs> He's just farting in the microphone now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, okay. That's a real I, fart. I, That's I a real fart. I could, by the way, that is, so, I am a professional. And right. I also, uh, I consider myself a Foley artist and my yes. wife can attest to this. I actually do record all my farts. Like, yes. I, so anytime I know I'm going to have a good fart, I have, I have a really nice professional microphone. And, uh. and even if I'm not, even if I don't have a video to make, I'll just go ahead and fart in it and save it, you know, <laughs> fart point one or whatever. And that way I can use it all later. Cause I'm not trying to buy farts. We're on a shoestring yeah. budget here. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that, that was a more recent one. Uh, and I know because in the early ones I hadn't added music and they weren't as, as good like that. You know right. what I mean? But the fart was added because people kept sharing them thinking that they were real. Right. Yes. I was going to say and, you were and, hitting those points. Yeah. yeah it's they, like they an kept, onion article where yeah. you don't know if it's real or if this is, I mean, so yeah. many of the things you say as gerrymander could conceivably from, be course. from a real candidate yeah. this year. Of course. So I, I've i never wanted to... I've always wanted people to know that I was doing a bit. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. I've, I, don't, I don't want to be someone who is trying to trick people. Like, I want... I want them to be confused by my accent and the words that... But I don't... But I don't... 
I don't know. I just I always want people to know I'm doing a bit because I, because I'm proud of the bit. You know what I mean? Like right. I want them to know yeah. that I'm being so. I, but I was sharing all these videos and I was like, man, this is so ludicrous. There's no way that that they'll they'll buy it. And then I forgot about the was it the Dunning Kruger effect or the the whatever the one is on Poe's law. I forgot about how Poe's law works and people were sharing them like. I can't believe how far the GOP has fallen. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, first off, thanks for the share, but are you insane? And uh, right. and then, then granted, some people would send me actual, you know, candidate videos that weren't too far off. That's so, the thing, right? So I thought to myself, I was like, okay, Corey, you got to put better tales in there. You know, like you've yeah. got, I thought that I had pretty good tales and they're like, come on. Uh, I I uh, I believe there was two genders, women and John Wayne. That's clearly a joke. <laughs> that, also, but like, the character's name is Jerry Jerry Mander. Mander right? Right, and, right and, away, and, I'm like, oh, that's and, not real. Right, and in my brain, it was like, that's enough. That's enough for everybody to know this is bit. But it still didn't work. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna end every single one of these with me directly farting. Which to me, it's 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 comedy. It's it's sophomore comedy, but at the same time, it's a commentary on how I think they all talk out of their ass, right? right. So it works. Right. It right. works on two smart. levels. Well, that didn't matter to people. They were still sharing it, and I think what happened is they didn't make it to the fart. Maybe right, right. you know they're what so I mean. Like die hard at the beginning. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Or there are some people that are like, I can't believe that this very serious man running for office farted into a microphone. But like, buddy, they <laughs> they do, and I guess it's a testament to my acting skills. I don't know, but like I said, I always I want people to know I'm doing a bit because I like being funny. Right. Yes. I mean, it, it. I think it's more a testament of just the world. Yeah. Right. Politique we are. that we exactly. live in. Yeah. It's yeah. just like that is how far like. And also, but that's also social media culture, right? They, right? As soon as you say, I think a woman's rights end where a man's penis begins, yeah. right away, like, oh, fuck this. And they yeah. just start sharing and but be like, even this that, guy's going down. I'm donating to his opponent right now. Even that line, it's like, I know. See, the thing is, is like, the reason that works is because that is what they believe. But in my mind, I'm like, but they would never say it like that. But I guess they fucking would. I don't know. <laughs> they might at this point. Yeah. Well, let's play then. And now we've got a clip uh, from your real congressperson okay. uh, who perhaps she doesn't think that a woman's rights end where a man's penis begins. But she does believe in a lot of kooky things and also that uh, her husband's penis ends where her trainer and her <laughs> sex expert <laughs> Boyfriends begin? I don't know. <laughs> so to to Marjorie Taylor is one of those people earlier you were talking about people that got lucky. Right. To me, mm -hmm. Marjorie Taylor Green is one of those people that got lucky. Yeah. For sure. The only reason she was elected is there was no one else running against her, correct? Hey, do you know why? And do you know why there was nobody running against her? Because of that character, Jerry Mander. <laughs> no, yeah. no. There actually was a guy early on running against her. And the QAnon people and the Marge, uh, her gang of people, they literally threw stuff at his house and sent his wife derogatory messages, threatened oh, to kill his wow. kids. And the oh guy at God. the end of the day was like, dude, I mean, I don't want this woman to win, but I also have to protect my family and I can't deal with this. So, like, wow. I try to point that out to people, too. Like, A, she ran unopposed, but B... It, she didn't really because the guy was bullied out of running out of fear wow. for his life. You know what That's I mean? Wild. And sure. she still only got like 70%, which means 30% of people wrote in their dog or something. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. When you're running unopposed and you don't get all 100% of the votes, right. you've done Thumbs something up. wrong. Well, and you said your, your district is like QAnon central for that area. You know, for whatever reason, a lot of those folks just live in the district. Maybe it was how it was drawn. 
obviously it's a it's a pretty safe red district. So that's you know again back to gerrymandering. Um, that's right. kind of one of the effects is that the most extreme people win the primary, and then you got an extremist representing the entire district. Mm-hmm. So it does not hit. It does not hit. But let's check out this clip of uh, MTG. I mean, obviously we play plenty of clips of her. <laughs> as often as we can this on this is show, because it's just mind blowing. But sometimes. this one is good. I think this one this is... one is a debate because she's up for re-election. She does have an opponent this year. We mentioned him, Marcus Flowers, my dude, uh, the Democrat running. We'll we'll get into him and his campaign and how people can help out his campaign. Um, but let's check out this clip of uh, Marcus Flowers, MTG. You know, to her credit, there's a lot of Republicans who aren't even debating their opponents this year. So at least she showed up, and yeah. this is what went down. Lying about me and you will not defame my character in that manner. Did Joe Biden win the election, Congresswoman Green? Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Absolutely. Marcus. But you pushed a big lie that said he did not win the election. There was and election fraud. You drove those proven. people to there the Capitol on fraud. January 6th with your lie. Election. We're going to move on. Josh Rowe, it's election your turn to fraud. ask and my question has to Marjorie proof of it. Taylor Green. We have okay. FOIA evidence of proof of election fraud that came out. Excuse me. We're ready to move on to the next okay, question but for he's you. He's not going to accuse me of a crime. Would you like your question? Would one. you like your question? Yes, ma'am, thank I you. would. Thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, liar, a, by well, the way. There's a, <laughs> Dude, super, super bold, by the way, of her to bring up her husband right now. For her to like, divorce. But, but my, by the way, my husband has all these documents. You like her husband sitting at home going, bitch, I ain't helping you out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, don't bring me into this. <laughs> We're leaving each other. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that. when that's the best evidence you have yeah. is that you're the husband who you cheated on and who's leaving you. He has the evidence. Ugh. Good luck, yeah. lady. Yeah, I give it to Marcus there for putting her on the spot because there was no way for her to answer that question in any way. Like, either she says... Yes, Joe Biden is the president, which pisses off her people. Or she says, no, Joe Biden isn't the president, which implicates her in every other thing that he just accused her of. So it was a a complete no-win situation. And I say that, but like... Her diehard fans are still sitting there watching, going, "Can you believe this black man's yelling at that pretty lady?" Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Well, I mean, but he carries himself so well. I remember you telling me about Marcus. I think before um, he he ran again because she ran on unopposed because um, he's been on your radar, right? I think you were oh, saying yeah. that he should have just run the Republican primary, but he's a veteran. I mean, dude, I even told him that I was like, so I've known Marcus for like I want to say five or six years now. He's from like he he went to the high school that we used to play. You know, they were in our region or whatever. We've gone to the same barbecue places. And we had just become, he wasn't even remotely thinking about running. We just became friends via the internet based on that. And we started, you know, talking, hanging out. And we really chatted a lot over the pandemic. He'd call me on the phone just talking to me about the the area and what was going on. And at one point he brought up, he's like, man, he's like, I kind of think I need to run. And And me, I was like, man, Marcus. I love you, bro. So I don't really think, you know, I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know if you want to put yourself through that shit, man. I was like, you know how these people are. And he's like, and and he's like, I know, man. He goes, but like, it's just not right. And he's like, I'm a good, hardworking veteran. I'm everything these people think that this person should be. He's like, I am, right. I am that. He goes, mm-hmm. and I genuinely think that she's a tyrant, you know, to this country. And I was like, well, buddy, I was like, I'll tell you this. If you run, I'll help you in any way that I can. 
Uh, if, if that doesn't need to be me making campaign videos for you because you don't want me to alienate people who think I'm foul, I totally understand that. But <laughs> so I put him in touch with some, you know, producers and stuff and, you know, nice. got it. Got it. I didn't get him together with his whole team, but I helped him make some connections. And then we've been, you know, keeping up since then. But he's been very busy because he's actually been, you know, putting in the work, knocking right. on the doors, doing all that stuff. But like. You know, not that my endorsement means anything, but sincerely, I've known Marcus before all this. The man's heart is completely in the right place. Right. Uh, and, and like you said, ma there were several of us that were like, Marcus, just run as a Republican, dude. <laughs> just, just sure, run. yeah. Right. Like, 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 dude, the most Democrats nowadays anyways basically run as moderate Republicans. It's just that, like, because the Republicans are so insane to the right, a, a moderate Republican seems like a Democrat right now. Mm -hmm. And I was right. like, I was like, you might could win if you did that, and then you could Trojan horse your way in. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and genuinely, we're in such a bad spot with her that almost all of us would take a sensible Republican, if that is such a thing anymore, over <laughs> this lady. So just do it. Uh, but I do admire him for being like, that's not who I am as a person. So I'm not going to do that. Right, right. We we had uh, Tammy Wilson. She's a Democrat. Uh, nice, great lady uh, running against Jim Jordan in Ohio. And it's kind of the same deal. She's running against this Republican extremist, but she's still running in a red area. So she does need to kind of make her message as a Democrat more moderate. Right. Uh, and, you know, that's where it's like Marcus Flowers, you know, veterans especially. You know, I feel like that's just such an instant respect it from should so be. many voters in a red area, mm. especially. I mean, dude, whenever I remember when Barack Obama was running the first time, this also, by the way, coincidentally was the first time in my memory that anyone from my area had given the first fiddler's fuck about politics. This was the most... <laughs> A political area ever. Everybody was just like, oh, they're both crooks. They both suck. And everybody was like that for so long. And I can right. roll with that. I can, dude, if that's how a whole area is, that means they know how to party. Fuck them all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get it. But they switched from fuck them all to, well, and, and, and again, I don't know what it could have been about Barack Obama what that made them feel. Been, right? What could it, it have been? But all of a sudden, the narrative went to, no, listen, no, no, no. I'm not racist. It's just that John McCain actually served. All right. John McCain <laughs> served. And therefore, I just uh, think our president should have served. And so I was like, all right, whatever. Well, then flash forward, uh, you know, it's Hillary and Trump. And right. all of a sudden they don't give a shit that this dude dra dodged the draft. It's like, I thought they were supposed to serve. Like right. Hillary at least did serve as like the, you know, secretary to the state or whatever. That counts in some way, for God's sakes. Like, so <laughs> practice what you preach, you son of a bitch. Let's do it. But they, dude, they don't they don't care. That's that's. In their mind, they're like, oh, he was a veteran, but he's one of the bad ones who wants to defund the military and all that shit. Oh, good grief. I mean, no. I, Marcus, I mean, again, I, I thought he was very poised. Right. And you want that from uh, any candidate, especially when they're running against a, a, a loony bin like Yeah, MTG. right. Because he could have easily lost his shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good Lord. How many Democrats would have gone in that <laughs> same situation and just... That's Again, that's why I can't run. You know, more <laughs> right. proof, like, like, dude, I couldn't have even been a server at O'Charlie's. Let somebody tell me that I gave him the wrong drink. <laughs> Fuck you, you son of a bitch. I'm making $2. I don't care. You know, right. like, there is no way. If I had a debate with Marjorie Taylor Greene, I would get some really good clips out of it, but I wouldn't win any voters. I can promise you that. <laughs> right, right. Well, of course, to all the workers out there at O'Charlie's, thank you for your service. We oh, absolutely. 100%. Them rolls well, ain't going to be hot on their own, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that in mind, you were saying, uh, you know, you obviously you, you had a picture 
of you and Marcus on the internet. That's what actually made me think of getting in touch with you about this whole race. But I did want to play another video. You're not necessarily, I don't think you would necessarily endorse Marcus in this video, but you do plead with everyone to not vote for MTG. I believe on uh, Twitter, this video is uh, with the headline, please vote Marjorie Taylor Greene out of office. <laughs> for the love of God, y'all. Uh, straight from the horse's mouth in George's 14th. Let's hear from Corey in this video. So I had a dream last night that I was running against Marjorie Taylor Greene in District 14 here in Georgia. Go dog, sick em, skew! Woo! Uh, which I think actually qualifies as a nightmare because I would hate <laughs> to be in that world, especially in that world with her. But it got me thinking about how important this election is and how I desperately need everybody in Georgia 14 to get up off your ass and go down to the polls and vote for Marcus Flowers, but okay, more good. importantly, way more importantly, against Marjorie Taylor Greene. I am proud of where I come from, all right? I hear what you say about us, all right? <laughs> and I'm proud of where I come from. Whenever somebody's like, oh, Georgia's so backwoods and dumb, I'm like, yeah, bitch, well, you're welcome for the election. What? What now? How easily <laughs> we forget. That's right. Bailed you out, didn't we? However, if we reelect Marjorie Taylor Greene, I don't, I'm not going to have a leg to stand on when they come for me and go, you cousin fucking dumb shit. You got bad teeth and fucked up chromosomes because you got the same sister mom. I don't, I'm not going to have anything to say back to them because it will be true. If we reelect this bitch, the first time she ran unopposed, we can't be, that ain't on us. There's no other option. She skated in. But mm. this time, when they, when, they, when they tell us that we're just a bunch of Mountain Dew drinking dum-dums, well, if we elect her, I, that we are. We are. So, God damn it, be proud of where you're from and get down there and vote for Marcus Flowers and, again, more importantly, against Marjorie Taylor Greene, who, if I may use a word that I was not allowed to use when I was in church, Here is a go. bitch. A Woo! big old bitch. And I don't care if any of y'all uh, try to accuse me of not being woke enough and calling <laughs> a woman a bitch. She's a bitch. I call a spade a spade. Fuck her. Bitch. 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 <laughs> Vote for Marcus Flowers. Have some goddamn pride in where you live. Go dog sick them. Skew. Woo! There you yeah. go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I can understand why Marcus was like, maybe don't help me, Corey. Yeah, 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 same exactly. time. I was yeah, like, no. that's that's what you want. I, yeah. I like that you're fired up, man. Yeah, Marcus will like text me sometimes. He's like, love the video, and I'll be like, yeah, I understand why you couldn't retweet it, but you know, right. it. <laughs> yeah, and right. I do, and I do get it. Like, I do 100% get it. And again, that's why I said, like, I think I'm better served being a mouthpiece than I am like any type of person who is in charge of stuff because like i do rub people the wrong way i rub i rub people that agree with me the wrong way <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, sure, there were sure. so many people on there that were like you shouldn't call her a bitch you know what i mean i was like <laughs> oh, well then yeah. who, then what is the word then what for? is right so yeah, yeah. We, what is if if she's not a bitch then what is the word for we got to just get rid of it completely and i'll be goddamned if we're taking that one <laughs> right no that's actually i believe on this show that's i also said that she made history by being the first bitch elected to congress <laughs> <laughs> and i was like even then i was like should i say that yeah Is right that too far yeah. and then you think about it and you're like yeah it's i fine. don't give I a like, fuck i like treasonous bitch for oh yeah, yeah right right you know, yeah, get works. some adjectives in there too for <laughs> sure 
Well, either way, I hope how to how can people uh, help Marcus Flowers? Um, and then I want to just get into a couple of the statewide races happening there in Georgia, and then we'll let you go. But Marcus Flowers, how can the, the folks help him out? Well, I believe uh, MarcusFlowers.com is the center for, and you can double check me on that. Uh, but also, if you go to any of his social pages, he's got links everywhere of how to donate to the campaign. And like, also, you know, and I know Marcus feels this way too. We all know that uh, there's so many people in Georgia District 14 who absolutely can't afford to donate to a campaign. And it'd be ridiculous too, because we're a working class people. Um, right. But, you know, a, a, re a retweet, a share, send it to your friends. Just get everybody energized. We'll go almost the exact same way because I think that there's a lot of I, I say this a lot. I kind of contradicted myself in that video because I actually don't really believe in voting against somebody. I do believe in voting for somebody. And sure. I think that that's something in this country that we've lost for so many years. We've just been playing the I'll vote for anyone but that person. And it's and it's right. made, it's let every candidate on both sides off the hook because all they got to do is not be this this person. You know what I mean? But Marcus mm -hmm. is a genuine hardworking man who cares about this country um, and share and talk to your friends because like, I think there's a lot of immobilized uh, Democrats who think that, Oh, we can't do this. But uh, those same people probably thought the same thing in the 2020 election and it, and it's it, 2020 election. And Stacey Abrams has shown that actually there are better people here than people want to accuse us of. And it, look, man, it can't hurt to go vote. You know what I'm saying? Right. You get right. a fucking sticker, right? Yeah, free it's stickers. Free. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. free. In this economy, yeah. take all the free stickers you can get. That's what <laughs> <Right>. I say. <laughs> That's great advice for any American out there. It Agreed. is MarcusForGeorgia.com. Oh, so my Marcus bad. For Georgia. No, very, very close. MarcusForGeorgia.com. He's got a great video up there. U.S. Army veteran. Donate if you can. Uh, spread the word. Make your own video calling MTG a bitch. Yeah, She's I'll retweet bitch, it. Bitch, 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 bitch. Retweet. Yeah. If you send me, if you post a video on Twitter calling Marjorie Taylor Greene a bitch, uh, tag me in the comments and I'll retweet that some bitch. How about Absolutely. It? Corey R. Forrester. Don't bother tagging Marcus, although he will love it secretly. Yeah, sure. I'll send it to him in a text. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today well you you mentioned stacy abrams and i did just want to get to some of the statewide races happening there in georgia as well uh, before we let you go because those are equally as wacky you're absolutely right in 2018 stacy abrams was so close to beating the then secretary of state of georgia brian kemp the republican stacy abrams raised a bunch of money she came super close and then you're absolutely right. She built on that coalition mm -hmm. from 2018 into 2020, registered, I think what the, the numbers said, up to 800,000 new voters yep. who all showed up 
in Fulton County there in Atlanta. Um, that's, you know, that that's where the source of this idea of voter fraud or election fraud comes from, because the Republicans are like, oh, there's new people voting. They right. must have just made it all up. Right. But but no, Stacey Abrams no way was, that they were energized because they didn't want to reelect a fascist dictator. There's no exactly. way that was the case. <laughs> right. And, and everyone was mobilized by uh, her nonprofit. They obviously they had uh, lines of people voting there in Atlanta. So uh, what what do you think is the makeup now for some of these statewide races, especially the contentious ones like the Abrams Kemp rematch? Um, in which there is a libertarian candidate in there, too. So you, sometimes you wonder if that's going to be a spoiler. Right. Um, but then the Senate race, which is Reverend Warnock, who obviously barely won in the runoff back in January, what, 5th, 2020? This is yeah. pre-insurrection that he, he won his two-year term. But that's he's trying to retain his seat now. And he's running against Herschel Walker, a former football player turned Christian, I don't know, mouthpiece. Yeah, uh, this um, this is another one of those cases similar to when I was saying Marcus Flowers is a veteran. He is everything these people claim to love, yet they're not going to vote for him. Raphael Warnock is the same thing in that he is a pastor. Right. These people want to espouse that we are the party of God, and then, but we're going to vote for a spousal abuser uh, who's popping mm. off at the mouth over all this bullshit instead of a literal right. preacher of Christ. Now, right. I'm not I'm not a believer, so none of that matters to me. But what does matter to me is that Herschel Walker is not fit to lead. And do you understand how hard it is for me, a dyed-in-the-wool Georgia bulldog, to say that? This has been right. so <laughs> difficult for me. Yeah. The best. This has been so difficult for me on a personal level. But if I could say this one thing, anybody out there, from Georgia that is teetering on voting for Herschel Walker, I would put it to you this way. Herschel Walker is one of the most famous Georgia athletes of all time. He is, without question, the greatest Georgia Bulldog, not only running back, but player. And think about this for a second. He had a restaurant in Athens, Georgia, that was called Herschel's, and it went out of business. Do you know how shitty <laughs> he has to be at running stuff? If right. a guy with all that cachet, he should have been printing fucking money. As long as there's not rats in the soup, this place should be printing money. But just like Donald Trump, who bankrupted a goddamn casino, this son of a bitch can't be held responsible for managing a cash cow. How in the fuck do you want him to manage your state? Right. No, all 100% excellent points. And, you know, also, we've had this debate on the show as well, just in terms of Republicans who are family values people, holier than thou, right? They, they pride themselves on their personal lives. Herschel Walker's personal life, as you mentioned, has not been perfect by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, w when does that stuff start to finally sink in yeah, for red what? voters, Republican voters? You know what scares me is I remember hearing a while back that someone said they go, Barack Obama, electing a black man like Barack Obama isn't proof that this country has finally passed racism. The only way we'll know we're past race, I think it was Chris Rock, the only way we'll know we're past racism is if we elect a black president that acts like Donald Trump does. You know what right. I mean? Right. And I'm so worried in this election. I was like, holy shit, are they about to do it with Herschel Walker? You know what oh I mean? Oh my God. So I don't know, man. Like, you know, when Trump won in 2016, it threw all logic out the window, even though I called it. But I'm saying like, I can't feel easy about any of these. If you look at Warnock and Herschel Walker on paper, it's a no-brainer, but that doesn't matter anymore. To me, if you look at Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp, it's a no-brainer, but that doesn't matter anymore. Right. So real, realistically, what this is going to come down to is 
these same people that turned up hardcore in in the 2020 election are going to have to be back. They yes. they have to, and if they are back, then it's fine. Then there's yes. literally there's no problem. But they have to be back. And I guess being cynical, you have to hope that more of their people died from COVID than more of our people died from COVID. I'm just well, statistically, saying. Yeah. And statistically, <laughs> I think we're in a good spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. The way of the future. The way, yeah. Making sure Republicans die. They actually have done <laughs> studies on it. And uh, I believe Harvard or Yale, some of the, the medical schools, and they did show that the numbers uh, of deaths yeah. were greater on the Republican side. Yeah. I can't because, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder why. I wonder why that is. <laughs> um, so uh, real quick, we got to play this clip because Herschel Walker, obviously, uh, in one Please. of the debates with Warnock, and he's since kind of bailed on some of the debates, but he, um, Good he, call. Was, in a debate, he was in the debate and he had a, uh, a, a, a supposed police badge, badge yeah. and he uh, showed it. And even the, the commentators were like, um, that's not a real badge. And then he went. <laughs> And made a clip with a cop who, who this cop, this Georgia cop in this clip looks less like a cop than it's Herschel Paul Walker Blart. does. Yeah. It's Paul Blart. It's, ma- no, yeah, it's a mall cop. Paul Blart. I mean, yeah. this man it's, is it's not. It's Paul Blart's like, dad, maybe, yeah. maybe his uncle. Um, but in this clip, I believe Walker tries to prove that his badge that he showed at the debate was real. All right. Let's just see what happens. This is Herschel Walker. This is the badge I flashed at the debate. And this is my sheriff, Sheriff Rowley. Yes. If Herschel's badge is a prop, then I guess this badge I wear every day to protect the citizen, I guess it's a prop also. But these are real badges, and I gave this to my friend for all he's done for this country and this county. I gave I gave this I gave this I gave, to hold my on, friend. I, I gave this I to my friend for all he's done for this country. That doesn't make you a goddamn police officer. <laughs> that means that you have a trophy. Okay. Right. That yeah. means that you have a trophy. If a judge gave me a gavel, I can't sentence you to fucking death, you <laughs> dumb fuck. That's not how it works. Uh, thank uh, you. Yes, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> My God. Yeah, it's it's a, a token of appreciation. It does not make you an officer of the law. Good grief. I just, uh, I hope Georgia, right. I, I, like you said. you Me know, too, buddy. It, I got to live here. Yeah, but if if the folks of 2020 show up again, Make their voice heard, at least in the statewides. It would be great to see Stacey Abrams knock off Kemp in round two here. And obviously Reverend Warnock. I mean, Reverend Warnock, I mean, just as a senator, he was the one who tried to put in the um, the uh, the Inflation Reduction Act the idea of capping all insulin prices at $35. I mm-hmm. mean, even then, that's private insurance, uh, Medicare, uh, Medicaid. I mean, so he's also just doing good work as a senator and I would hope that working people there in Georgia would would realize that. No, um, buddy, they want to pay way more for their diabetes medicine because screw the queers. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, get them. You get them now. Oh boy, we got another video brewing right now. I can smell it. And again, and also hopefully, because remember after 2020, Brian Kemp and all those white men they put a bunch, they put even more restrictions. Georgia was the state I believe that passed that ridiculous law that you can't give people water. Or yep. refreshments right. while they're standing right. in line, line to, vote. to vote. Yeah. So uh, yeah. again, I just hope everyone... you could still probably shoot them. They wouldn't care. Oh, there we go. There we go. A new a new campaign video for gerrymander. <laughs> yeah. Coming your you know way what? Soon. You've inspired me. I haven't made one in a while, but I think it's high time. I think it's high time, man. We got a yeah. few weeks left. This is this is an important one, and we got to know what gerrymander has got to say. <laughs> and if you out there, folks, uh, want to 
know everything else that Corey Forrester, Corey Ryan Forrester has to say. Corey, where can we find you? Uh, so I just found out that I'm going to be a dad. And because of that, I Congratulations. decided, thank you so much. I remember much. meeting your wife. She was very confused as to how I existed and made a living. And we yes. never told her. We She's never told her She's still confused about that. She, she goes, <laughs> what podcast are you doing? And I go, Irvine. And she goes, is that the mayor? I go, yeah. The mayor, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah I go, I yeah. She's yeah, so that's, sweet for a memory. That's, that's Tell a her mayor. I do this now. This is my job Ma- now. <laughs> Your nickname in our household is Mayor Spicoli. Uh, so I'll take it. So uh, you can. So because of that, I'm I'm trying to. I'm going to stay off the road, and I'm doing a lot more uh, bonus podcasts, and I'm writing essays and doing all sorts of stuff over at my website, which is parttimefunnyman.com. Because you get it, because I want to be a part-time funny man and a full-time dad. You understand? Part-time parttimefunnyman.com. It is a subscription-based gimmick. It's five dollars a month, which gets you a lot of bonus stuff. But here's the deal. If you cannot afford it, all you have to do is email buttercreamcory at gmail.com and I will comp you no questions asked. If you can't afford it, I ask that you do. But if you can't afford it, you're still going to get it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, that's a, a great way to support our political satirists, uh, parttimefunnyman.com. And obviously, also, if you can donate, marcusforgeorgia.com. So Corey doesn't have to live in this hellscape known as Georgia's 14th. With that uh, crazy, crazy bitch, bitch of a congresswoman. You heard it here first. I'm sure we're not the last time you'll hear that woman called Doubt a bitch. It. But, uh, Corey, thanks so much for coming on and thanks joining for us. Me. And we appreciate everything you're doing. Give the best to the lady. I hope you all enjoy House of the Dragons. Oh, we will. And uh, keep up the good fight there in Georgia. You got good people there. You got it, pal. All right, and there we go. That was our conversation with Corey Ryan Forrester. Well, darn. Right? It makes you want to talk like yeah, a Southerner. trying to be, you know. I find every time I hang out with him and Trey and the guys, I just, then I, I let my redneck out, my inner redneck, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, you're right. She is a bitch. <laughs> I hate her. Well, yeah, rednecks want rights. Rednecks want freedom. Redneck wants, you know, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we want veterans like Marcus Flowers in office. Right. Please, if, if you can help out, Marcus Flowers, Marcus for Georgia. And uh, also, if you can help out Corey as he does transition into this new part-time funny man, full-time dad, mm-hmm. parttimefunnyman.com, please help him out. And, of course, uh, when the the well-read comedy tour, uh, him and Drew and Trey, when they're out on the road, go see them. They're always so funny. It's so f- amazing to, you know, watch your friends do these sold-out shows. Mm-hmm. Again, it was just this untapped uh, audience that we that has always existed in America. Right. People who talk like this, but they don't think like Republicans, which is so that refreshing. Right there. So right. uh, thank you again to Corey for coming on the show. We will be back next week. Ben Kissel will be back in the studio next week from Europe. I can't wait to hear his new British accent. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> oh, hello, it's me, Ben Kissel. Hello, governor. Yeah. Hello, governor. <laughs> it's like, oh, thank you. Corey calls me mayor. You call me governor. I appreciate that. <laughs> this is how I talk now. We'll all be talking different next week, but we will see you then, and we will keep up the good fight. And until then, everyone, thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.